Well, good evening. I'm Rick Dancer and welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. And I'm pretty excited because my it's not really my hometown, but it was my hometown for like 25 years. Uh, Springfield, Oregon is our topic tonight. And the reason we wanted to feature Springfield is because it, you know how I am. I love good stories. I like when when the underdog wins. And for decades, people in Springfield thought of themselves as Springtucky, Oregon. And if you live or have been to downtown Springfield or anywhere in Springfield, and you still call it that, you're mistaken. No, nobody calls it that anymore. It's be, it's kind of turned into the gem of the Willamette Valley. And it's been with a lot of hard work, a lot of commitment, the right leadership. Um, and it's been endless possibilities for Springfield. And right now, the Oregon 22 is doing things with Springfield and Eugene both. So that's another whoever dreamed we'd have um, a, the world's largest track meet in Oregon and in, in Lane County. Um, and then the other part, um, our sponsors tonight are Cristiano Family Dentistry, um, where everyone matters. And you, um, he doesn't pay attention to anything but your dental health. Um, he, he does pay attention to your freedom, but he really is into dental health. And then also Compton Family Winery um, up in Philomath, because um, they're another great sponsor that we have, and, and they're on board. And then Albert Taylor endless possibilities also located in Springfield or headquartered out of Springfield, bringing um, endless possibilities and new attitudes. Like people in Springfield had to get a new attitude about their area in order for things to change. Um, we also need to get a new attitude about human beings and what we're capable of and, um, and the possibilities. So Vani from the chamber joins me. How are you? Hey, hi, Rick. Good to see you. Well, I am so proud of you guys. You have done so amazing. I mean, even since we left just in January, all of a sudden I get kind of jealous and I'm going, well, they have another, a new winery. I mean, <laughs> well, you think just because you left, we're going to stop? <laughs> we got to no. prove. We got to prove. Now you have, now you, <laughs> have new back. you have new places to go. And didn't, um, oh, yeah. Chiefs, Chiefs just opened up. Chiefs maybe did. Grill, right? In, in Mohawk. And what did you say? I didn't hear the yeah, other like word. The old grill, Ford Grill, or I, I think it was something like that. Yes. Diner. Yes. Yeah. So Mohawk is really buzzing. It's really starting to come alive even more than before. I've just seen, you know, I've been here for seven years and really just in the last five years, it, it seems slow at first, but then you get this sort of momentum going and we're seeing a lot. We're thrilled to see uh, Chiefs back in you know, in Springfield. In fact, we were trying to get an order in over the weekend, my husband and I, and um, they were so busy, they didn't they didn't pick up and we'll have to just go down and, and sit down and enjoy the company next time. So so what has, how has this happened, Bonnie? I mean, people are coming on here now, somebody, I kind of like this, this was Spun-Tucky. They've spun oh, I didn't hear that story. one. I like that. Oh, I like cool, that. yeah. I mean, that's a great way to put it. So what, yeah. what, is, what has happened? This has been just a concerted effort to really work together, hasn't it? I do. You know, honestly, Rick, one of the reasons when, in the very beginning when I was looking to move back to Oregon and this job opened up and I came to interview for the job, the, the one thing that I will never forget that stood out to me was the, um, the very visible vibe of collaboration whether that's the business community with the local government agencies or the government agencies working together with the business community, there was definitely a standout uh, energy 
and commitment to that that I sensed and having, you know, worked, it wasn't my first gig. So I knew how important that was. And sure enough, um, over the course of time, that has remained true. And of course, it's even more important. We saw during the pandemic, it was extremely important that um, our local uh, community work together uh, to solve for problems that none of us had ever been through before. And so we know that to be true. And I think going coming out of it, you know, and then going into some other interesting times, I think uh, we'll continue to see that because it's proven true and it's proven to work. Um, Megan says, we've watched for 25 years as Springfield's turned itself around. Very interesting in seeing your story on this. Our best friend still lives there and it's been amazing. It's, it's Springfield is the kind of the glue that you, I think people now and for a long time have been really proud to live in Springfield. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's our town. Yeah. There's a proud heritage for sure. A proud heritage that is, you know, it's built on just grit and hard work and, um, you know, knowing what needs to be done and getting, you know, getting to the solution, trying to do everything you can to make it happen. Um, not a lot of, you know, spin, not a lot of sort of, you know, don't spend a whole lot of time talking about things we're going to work on. If we see a vision, if we see something that matters to us or that is of value to our community, whether it's today or our future, we're going to figure out a way to, to work on that. So, yeah, I think that um, sense of pride and community, that sense of place is something that does hold us together in many ways. And we're going to, you know, you mentioned the underdog. Well, you know, we'll we'll leverage that. We'll make that work in our favor. If we feel a little bit of an underdog or somebody else sees it as a, sees us as an underdog, why not? You know, that's that's kind it's of the American way. <laughs> it's sometimes, it kind of sometimes pays to be quiet and then show up. So well, here, yeah, show up, and that's important. Show up. I so look what shows. Look what has shown up in downtown Springfield. Yes, isn't that exciting? So this is Iris Vineyards. It's our first wine tasting in downtown Springfield, and it is in the heart of Springfield uh, on the 300 block, right next to. Some folks understand and know where the Washburn Cafe is. Uh, they just opened up and are having a, you know, yeah, right next to the Washburn Cafe. So just this side of it and um, fabulous addition to downtown, very complimentary of, you know, the adjacent businesses and of course the flavor, if you will, and the vibe. So we just uh, celebrated with them a grand opening champagne style, interestingly enough, <laughs> bubbly, yeah, sparkling wine style um, just a few weeks ago. And a lot of folks are really excited to have another place to go in downtown Springfield. Well, I also saw the mural on the building, which I really like. And my vote yeah. would be keep it up forever. Yeah, keep it up. That's what the word on the street is too, Rick. So oh, you're I in good company. <laughs> this, this really, I like this. Yeah. So this is part of the, I think this is the stream art that uh, the city has uh, commissioned and um, put out calls. In fact, they're, they're called to action and community artists to submit for, they do this all over the city on uh, st um, storm drains. Uh -huh. And there's some really cool street uh, art now, just sort of making its way around downtown. That actually, uh, you know this place very well, is at the trailhead of the yeah. new mill race path that, again, was a super huge um, placemaking investment 
in connecting Clearwater with downtown. And I can't tell you, Rick, you know, I used to love seeing you, by the way. You'd come jogging by or whatever, and I'd feel all guilty because all I'm doing is going to work and <laughs> coming out and chatting with the with Rick coming by. But, you know, I cannot believe the, the uptick in the number of bicyclists that go by the chamber now. And you know where we are. So they're they're traveling somewhere from that mill rates uh, path to downtown, then going on to Eugene, coming back. And what what that presents from, you know, where I look is an opportunity to provide a watering hole <laughs> stop along the way. Because I know a lot of cyclists who, bicyclists who will do that. They're looking for a little place to rest. And and so we've got some ideas and I've got, I'm talking to a, uh, uh, somebody who's looking at a building nearby that might, um, might have some creative concepts to help uh, help our bicyclists on their um, rest time. <laughs> well, I do notice that we have noticed that in Montana, you don't have as many roads you can ride on. So we're going to get gravel. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, you know, so, didn't ever think you, about that. Yeah. A lot of the back, a lot of the main back roads are gravel. And so Oregon right. is very fortunate to have the bike right. system that it has, because you do not find that in very many places. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. We, All right. We've got you bet. I'm going to have a couple of commercials here, and then we're going to bring Mark on from um, Albert Taylor. So hang on. Okay. sets for me and uh and that's why i get low comments and you know eugene weekly and, and a lot of people bash on me but i'm just i uh, i support free speech and and i don't care i don't care what your view is i think the most frustrating thing is that people get over uh, that people will hate other people just because of the political views and i don't like i gotta tell you i was democratic when i was going through college i went to U um and i still have certain like maybe like more environmental like leaning a little bit but i don't know it just we're so steadfast we're either you have to be left or you have to be right and we can't be we can't you can't be supposed to be friends with people that are on the extreme left that's what irritates me and and also i mean it doesn't irritate me the negativity i get i, I try to my staff will get messages and i don't want to listen to them we get voice messages and emails and and you'll you'll have stuff you know you'll see and i that irritates me but making styles more fruitful with wines we're doing minimal minimal handling in the vineyard all the way through the winemaking. So what we're striving for is wines that are bright, crisp, we're big foodies. So we like wines that go well with our food and have some nice acid and balance to it. This is one of our most popular wines. So our 2000 and actually this is our Alpine Pinot Noir. So we have an Alpine Pinot Noir in our old vine series and then a Llewellyn. So this is our kind of old vine collector's series. And it's 18 months on French oak. This wine's gotten a 93 rating from Pinot Files and a 91 in Wine Enthusiasts. So I've met some of those guys who've done those ratings and it's super sweet that they are huge supporters of us too and love the wine, so it's awesome. And again, you'll save 15 bucks off two bottles of wine if you order online and put in ComptonFamilyWines.com slash Rick and you can save 15 bucks. Um, we're talking about Springfield, Oregon, and all this going on. So we have some questions, Bonnie, from people. Uh -oh. Okay, bring it on. So are we done with the ridiculous roundabouts? <laughs> I love you, that. You can't, a little, you can't say no comment. A little you. slant. So done is a is a big question. What what we have been working with the city uh, and the city council to understand is the impacts on business and commerce, and a lot of our business communities many of you know, have uh, have put their, you know, weighed in strongly as as they should of what a roundabout 
along Main Street, not only one, but nine of them would do to commerce and to their business. And so we've made sure that the the city understands and the city has been listening and we've got a pause on that. So the pause, as I understand it, is that the the facility plan that is first drafted with nine roundabouts is um, so I understand it is uh, put way on the back burner. So the next step is to create an alternative option. And what that means is uh, up to our business community and our, the, you know, our, the rest of our taxpayers, residents to weigh in and help form form that. So it, we'll continue to watch that. It's not as urgent as it was back in February when it was moving pretty fast. <laughs> what, I, what I love about that when I saw the results of what happened was you had 10 businesses at first, I had them on my show and they came out and they came out strong and then they yeah. got organized and yeah. then they got everybody else on board and they yeah. really helped put that pause on, which I want people to understand when you use your voice and you yeah. use it collectively and you don't have to get your way, but a way you come up with, because everybody wasn't happy, but you come up with an idea, you can, you, you are powerful. Yeah. Well, and it, it's absolutely right, Rick. And, and I appreciate how you encourage uh, respect in dialogue and also thoughtful and practical, you know, get down to the, you know, the source and the facts. And there's a lot of emotion, rightly so. These right. are people's livelihoods. And, you know, businesses are the ones that are job creators, our opportunity makers, and where business goes, so goes our community. So um, the challenge with the business community, and this is from the chamber's perspective, is we're busy doing business. And it's, you know, we don't have a whole lot of time, and nor do we want to whine and gripe and, you know, attend all the city councils and meetings or whatever it is and get into the sausage making of policy. Uh, the chamber tries to do that as much as possible so we can stay ahead of things like this. This one surprised us a little bit too, um, which is another, you know, tells you something else. But the thing that I appreciate about this particular effort from our main street businesses is that um, they, they did step up um, and at a time when they just, knew that there was just no other um, way, not that they didn't try other ways, but they knew there was no other way to get through. And sometimes you got to be loud. And sometimes you even need to be angry. There's no, nothing wrong with that. No, right. You're saying you're good. So one <laughs> yeah. other question here, why did they take the bridge out of the mill race? I don't know. Um, that one, I don't know. I'm sorry, Courtney. Okay. Um, yeah. Not sure about that one. So now one of the other things we have, because one of our other sponsors is Albert Taylor. Um, yeah. And Tagline is my favorite. I use it for my life now. Endless possibilities. Yeah, and great company. Mark Herbert, I'm going to bring you on here. And there's Mark. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Hi, Mark. Good to be back with you. So nice to see you, buddy. Yeah, Mark has. Um, they Albert Taylor has now put their headquarters in Springfield over by yeah. Winfield, yep. and that's purposeful. Um, and you have many homes in Springfield. Yep. How does this all work together, Vonnie and Mark, the two of you? Because it's not just about um, success; is not measured just by new buildings, new restaurants, mm -hmm. new places for people to go have fun. It's also mm -hmm. about how you see human beings. Talk to me. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a great perspective, Rick. The, the reason that Albert Taylor returned to our roots because if, for people who know anything about us know that Albert Taylor actually originated in Springfield. 
is when the when the concept was created that for the people that we support, which are adults with developmental disabilities, that they would be much better served being in a home environment than being institutionalized. Albert Taylor was actually created and had its inception in Springfield. So for us, it's, for us, when we made the decision to come back here in September, it was coming home. It was coming home to a community that has always embraced us, has always made us feel like a partner in the community, has always made us feel like a stakeholder. And that's not to say that, you know, other parts of the county have it, but I don't think in the same way, frankly, that Springfield has. It's, uh, you know, the, in the, in the, 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 the three or four years that I've been associated with Albert Taylor, the amount of collaboration that we have had with the business community and with the chamber uh, in Springfield versus Eugene is just order of magnitude. And, you know, we're, we're just really, really excited. You know, I wish I could say I was a visionary and saw this all coming together and everything. To, to be part of, of the absolute explosion of what's happening in Springfield. I wasn't, but I, I, sir, I don't mind, you know, um, one of my favorite sayings is when you bring get out of town, uh, run out of town, get out front, and make it look like a parade is, you know, take credit, you know, is, you know, we were able to join the wave and become part of these amazing things that are happening. And as you guys were talking about, you know, just what's going on with, with, you know, Oregon 2022 and everything, Talk about the absolute personification of endless possibilities is, you know, who would have thought 10 years ago that the first time that they elected to have the worlds outside of, in North America, that it would be in Lane County, Oregon. I mean, how, how, how awesome is that? And it's and, been a real showcase for everybody. I mean, just, oh my gosh, you know, and, and, you know, Ronnie was saying, you know, that you, with the way that the, the, that the downtown community is expanding, you know, it was so cool to see Iris. I, I, you know, that's been, that's been something I've been excited about for years is I, I remember telling people because one of my other favorites, I don't hope you don't mind if I give him a plug, Bonnie is I love Tavern on May. Oh, oh yeah. They're, they're great partners with uh, the chamber community. Yeah. That's now they and I said, we need wine tasting down here. We need people to realize that, you know, we, we need some wine tasting. We need to really have people come over and realize that there are outstanding restaurants and outstanding culture and amazing things going on in downtown Springfield. So it was super, super cool to see Iris there. They have an absolutely gorgeous setting. I mean, what a lovely place. Yeah. And just cool stuff going up. So, Vani, how has the uh, Oregon 22 um, infused, has it gotten downtown and just Springfield kind of excited to be, because everybody yeah. always thinks of track and field as Eugene and Hayward Field, but you guys, Springfield's worked really hard to be a partner and part of that whole thing. Absolutely. So, Tracktown USA is not, um, you know, nobody has ever specifically defined it as Eugene, I think rightly so, Hayward is a center of track and field <laughs> worldwide. So got to hand that to them. I mean, the, this new stadium is absolutely gorgeous and had an opportunity to, to go to the Friday evening session with my husband and it was just absolutely thrilling. That said, our, I mean, I was just uh, reminded the this morning about our, um, you know, our in Springfield even, there is legacy and ties, an iconic track and field legends. Um, and, you know, there's no reason, I mean, there's from Bill Dellinger to Maria Mottola to Nick Simmons. They are in fact represented in the Oregon Heritage 22 Trail, which was done in, 
in collaboration with uh, Travel Oregon and our local destination organization and, and the World Athletics, the um, uh, World Heritage Trail with the uh, Museum of World Athletics. I was trying to remember that. So this is big stuff, you know, we're on yeah. the map. So literally on the map. So we have already, we are already there. It's just a matter of, you know, spreading the goodwill and love and inviting, being welcoming. Last year in the summer, we hosted for the first time ever the uh, U.S. Olympic trials, the race walk, and it started and finished in Springfield. And that was an opportunity for us to be on the national scale, to welcome, you know, these world-class athletes and to cheer them on and give them a unique kind of, a distinctively Springfield kind of welcoming. And then the marathon yesterday morning and the first time ever, okay, let's go back to the first time ever on U.S. soil and the and then the first time ever on U.S. soil in Springfield and Eugene, of course, it's a connected trail, but it's just a replication of the connection between our communities. You know, we another reason why we work together, but the marathon, the men's and the women's. So yesterday morning and again this morning, we're on, you know, international global in front of a global audience and Springfield is being named. We know Eugene is being named and we applaud that, you know, Eugene and Oregon, but Springfield, too is right. being named on um, you know, national broadcast or international broadcast. So it, it's been really exciting. But even beyond that, getting back to at the core, what we're talking about, Mark, you know, I wanna make sure we mention it. What is the chamber community? It's not all about commerce, it is. But even below that, it's about people. It's all about people. And there are individual interactions and then there are bigger picture community-wide partnerships and stakeholders, they all matter. And so, um, you know, whether it's a, a, a world athletics marathon or an interaction one on one with at a, another business uh, leader at Mark's um, business after hours that he hosted at Alfred Taylor just a month ago, uh, those all matter to people. And they actually are a way that we get things done, <laughs> going back to that thing. Well, doesn't it say a lot about a community about how you treat your people? and especially those who need the most um, acknowledgement, I would guess I'd say, you know what I mean? That it's, you know, cause we, everybody gets acknowledged and that kind of thing. But man, when you have people with different abilities, they bring a spirit of warmth and love and concern. Well, it's just heart. It's we just need to talk with our heart, right? I mean, you know, let's get down to the basics and be sure we're speaking with our heart. So and what I love, what I love about what you're doing there, Bonnie and Mark, and, and the whole community is like, yes, we're you know we got love all and people like that pushing downtown and that kind of thing. But at the same time, even he has a a, a ministry that he helps people in Africa, uh, people who are you know hurting in Africa. So the human being is always at the center, yeah. of what, and it's, if you keep it that way, um, isn't that really the core of what endless possibilities are all about and Springfield? So we have a value of experience and um, a welcoming experience could be you know, one of those values, but just keeping focused on how you're lending your own talents or your resources to a good, positive, memorable, you know, life-lasting experience, whether that's in business or in service or in, you know, going to the local um, hangout to, you know, bump into a couple of new friends. I think it's all about the experience. 
You know, Mark, I, um, I was, and Bonnie, I was, Kathy and I were running around our neighborhood, which is a farm, you know, it's a farm community, 2,200 people in a farm community. So we nice. don't know very many people yet, but we're out there running and we saw a cemetery. And I said to Kathy, oh, we're going to have to stop because I love cemeteries. They're the most peaceful place because it's kind of done. You know what I mean? It's these people have lived their lives in this <laughs> And we go by and it is well, everything watered, green, beautiful, well cared for. And I said to Kathy, you can tell a good community by how they care for the dead. Interesting. Have that respect for the dead. And that, that it matters. And I went, oh my gosh. And I think that's the same. I'm not equating people with different abilities with the dead. I'm just saying, but when you, how you take care of people from all phases, you know, whether it's, you know, what orientations or color or anything, um, I think it says more about your community. And, and then you kind of maybe because you do that, um, you do have endless possibilities, you know, because there's, if, if you do the right thing, I think good things happen to you most of the time. Yeah, I think that's a great point, Rick. You know, we talk about vulnerable populations and vulnerable comes in a lot of shapes, sizes and colors. Some of them get more pressed than others. Uh, but, I, but I think that is absolutely right. And I, and I think that, you know, Springfield is definitely all about inclusion. It's, uh, uh, you know, some of you, you know, one of the things that happened is I, we had a friend visit us a couple of weeks ago and we, we went down to Tavern on Main for, for brunch. And, and it was the funniest thing because this was a guy who used to be from Unicola, was out in Pleasant Hill, and uh, they were doing. I don't know if you've had a chance to attend this, Fonny. They were doing uh, drag queen bingo. Oh no, haven't been there yet. <laughs> I'm all ears. I've heard all things about it. I have even some of my really? and, and he texts his daughter and he said, "You're not going to believe this." Okay, I'm sitting in this fabulous restaurant in Springfield, Oregon, playing drag queen bingo. <laughs> On <laughs> late Sunday morning, you know, and and and, and, and you know, and if you went in the crowd, it was a very diverse crowd. Okay, having the time of their lives, laughing and having fun, and just really enjoying themselves. An experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just yeah. welcoming, and, and nobody, nobody offended. You know, nobody like, oh my gosh, I'm going to turn around and leave. You know, this is, and it just people just laughing and enjoying themselves and, and really having a blast. And, I have a friend who's pretty. I, would, I, I think he'd be okay with me saying he's a redneck. Okay. And I saw him post one day on there and he goes, um, oh my gosh, I went to this drag queen. And he said some terms that probably would, I wouldn't use right. here. But it was his language. Not inclusive. I had so much fun and the guy was so cool. I don't care if he dresses yeah. like a woman. He was so cool. And I thought, you know, that's really what endless possibilities are if we can all start yeah. talking and, and being part of the community again. And I yeah. appreciate both of you guys coming on here because I know that's your goal. And that's what I really love about both of you and what you're doing. So thank you for being with well, us. Shout out, shout out to your viewers that are there at the trials. Uh, it's a very, very, very short walk across the bridge down in downtown Springfield. There's some there's some awesome restaurants and things like that and great places and great people to come down and spend some time with down here. We're just, just across the breezeway. And if you if you don't feel like walking, hop on MX, go to Springfield, go. hop off, and you're right in the middle of it, right in the heart of We're downtown. Taking right family. Come on down. And if you still don't know how to get here, give us a call at the chamber. Right. <laughs> hey, you guys, thank you for joining us. It was nice seeing both of you again. Thank and, you, Greg. All right, we'll see you later. Thanks, right. Mark. Always a pleasure, Cheers. buddy. All right, bye-bye, you guys. All right, there you go. Endless possibilities. That's what it's all about, you guys. Um, story of a town. Uh, that just took a while to find itself.
And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you put in the perseverance, you put in the effort and you find new things coming on. Now, tomorrow night, Elvis Health Club sponsors our show. They're also in Springfield. And um, we're going to have Andy Babora from Travel Lane County on to talk about how much money this brings to the community. And then also Kim Stark found um, the person in charge of the Riverfront Park. Uh, there's a new Riverfront Park in downtown Eugene. Um, we actually have Riverfront at Access and they're doing a big party and we're hearing really good things about it. And so Kim's going to talk with her about what that's all about and how it's going down there. So that's tomorrow night. Take this, share it on your page, let other people see what's going on. We really appreciate that. And again, thank you, Chris Dental, Albert Taylor, and um, Compton Family Wines for sponsoring our shows. Okay, we'll talk to you tomorrow night. We're going to have more on Oregon 